Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's also how I, um, it's also how I record it. Oh. Like I have to join it from my computer to record yeah, it. DJ joining the spaces that we oh, what a, what a champion. Mm, had to hear it back a little bit. Um, all right, we'll let a couple of people get in here. We're going to do something somewhat fun tonight. Hopefully it's fun for you guys. We're going to review something. Let me share this in a couple of groups and see if anybody wants to hang out. Let them know. If nobody does, we'll just we'll just do our own thing. If nobody wants to hang out, then screw them, right? Then you're dead to us. <laughs> oh man, let's see here. Share it there. Let's see if I can find the other the other uh, bourbon chat, the one I cheat on you in. Whoa, there's there's a side bourbon chat. No, it's just a it's a maxed out bourbon chat. Like you can only have. So many people in uh, the one. So popular. Sorry, Brendan. I'm in it. Oh, Ben, your uh, your living room looks exquisitely clean and vibrant today. It is. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Crazy for 9 p.m. or 8 p.m. for you to have that much uh, sunlight coming. Southern exposure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I live in the south. All right. All right. Tag somebody and get them in here. Share this for us. Do us a favor. Um, let's hang out for a little bit. So we, for those that don't know, for maybe this is your first time tuning in. Maybe you know who we are. Maybe you don't. If not, we're, we're not a very big deal. Brendan's a big deal, and we're just kind of here for him. But we do um, live shows on Monday nights on everything. Facebook, Instagram, um, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Then that comes out on Tuesday mornings. Um, as a podcast, we don't typically do reviews live. Um, we typically record our reviews before we put that main show out tonight. We're going to do our review live. It's live audio. The video will come out on Thursday, but, um, we thought we'd kind of make this interactive. If people had questions for us while we're reviewing it, if they want to know anything, if they want to ask anything while we're doing our review, we're happy to answer it. Shoot us a message. Request to speak. Got to kind of do it rapid fire because we are going to try and get through the review. But excited about uh, excited about doing this live for the first time. And again, it will be on uh, YouTube later. It'll be on um, SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast. But without further ado, without further to do, without further ado, I do. I don't know. I only there's only there's a singular do. Um, this just in makers mark good more at eleven. Um, thank you for your Twitter comments. Pasty Pops. Uh, shout out to anybody that tweets at us while we're trying to do this. Um, all right. Three. All right. We'll get going. Three, two, one. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. This is TJ Pittenger for Bourbon on a Budget. I've got Brendan Sinone and Ben Cock with me, and we are reviewing Maker's Mark. F-A-E-O-2. Um, it's their second release, correct? Of uh, the limited release, the wood finishing series. Um, last year was 
What was last year? FAE 01. Well, that was the first one of right. this year's FAE 01. I can't remember the 2021. What was called the 2019 was like RC6. So, yeah, they'll do a. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. They do one each year. So, we have FAE Naming conventions are complete garbage. Don't say, yeah. don't say that. R2-D2. Um, ben and I did not love the FAE 01. Wasn't terrible, but didn't, didn't think it was amazing. Brendan did a rapid review on this and thought it was much better. So, Excited to try this. Brendan's never let me down before in my life, so I'm sure he won't now. Uh, if Brendan's ever let you down in your life, please let us know how and, and why and when, and we'll chastise him. But, Brendan, do you want to tell us about this uh, as we get started? Sure. So this is, again, the second of the two limited releases that Maker's Mark has this year. They started doing something a couple years ago with uh, wood stave finishing. So basically they take wood staves, they put it in a barrel of their Maker's Mark uh, standard weeded mash bill. Uh, so this is a heavy wheat mash bill. Um, and they've been messing around with different types of wood finishing in this wood finishing series. There's the Makers 46 and then the Makers 46 cast strength. There's the uh, the store picks. What, what are the name of the store picks, guys? Um, always the private select, private select. Yeah, there's the stave profile. Yeah, so they yeah. experiment with different types of stave profiles, like different types of wood that are seasoned or... or uh, um, I was going to say flamed. They're not flamed. <laughs> Charred. That's the thank you, Ben. Uh, it, flame? Like, flame, flame, broiled. flame broiled. Flame broiled. Yeah, very stays. charred or toasted in some ways. So this is going to be uh, 10 virgin toasted French oak staves. And this is proofed at 109.1. So nice hefty 54.55 uh, alcohol volume. And the tasting notes on this, according to uh, makers is a texture forward expression that's full bodied mouth feel with notes of toasted oak and a rich creamy finish. So they are going for the the mouthfeel on this. Uh, that's gonna be referenced a lot on this one. So yeah, uh, this was about a shade under eighty dollars for me. So not not cheap whiskey by any means. I think uh, MSRP is about seventy dollars against a limited release. So I think as we judge this and we go over our grading system. Uh, we're really going to try to say whether this is worth the money. That's the whole point of bourbon on a budget. But just know this is a limited edition special release. So it's going to be a little bit more than our normal bourbon budget. All right, let's jump into it. Ben, uh, for those that don't know or maybe aren't on social media a ton, Ben's the best part of the show. Even though he doesn't understand how social media works, he's still the mm -hmm. best part of this show. So hopefully you guys enjoy him. Ben, talk to us about – well, before we do this, we judge okay. five different things with our reviews for, for people maybe new listening. We try to be pretty specific. Um, we judge the nose. We drug, judge the taste. We judge how something finishes. We judge how cohesive or complex it is. And then we judge it all of that based on a value scale. Um, value not being only dollar amounts. We sometimes do um, or we can factor anything in Val uh, price, proof, availability, things like that. Um, uniqueness all kind of go into value so we start with nose ben what are you getting on the nose on this thing so right off the bat i get a lot of pretty heavy chocolate maple syrup definitely like a more return to like brennan was saying the, the traditional uh makers mark maple syrup pancakes kind of profile i find it interesting though that brennan you say that all of the staves were just it was just 10 of the same uh, same stave. They didn't choose any kind of mixture. Correct. 10 virgin toasted French oak staves. So normally with the private select, they're going to mix and match with the different yeah. types of flame charred uh, staves. So this is all toasted. 
Yeah, that's interesting. So I guess, yeah, with the whole entire like full bodied approach, you would get a little bit of marshmallow with the with the toast, but I'm not getting much on the on the nose. It's mostly like chocolate and pancakes. Chocolate Maybe pancakes. some cinnamon. Yeah, that's a that's a nice combination right off the bat there. Uh, I would say I'm getting a lot of. We learned this the other day what a stone fruit actually is. Stone fruit, mm. a lot of a lot a lot of uh, cherries. Uh, when I was exploring this the other day for the review we did on YouTube, or I did on YouTube by myself, Joe Decadence, friend of the show, said I had way too many smelling notes, but I got mango on. I got a little hint of like tropical mango there. In addition to the weeded, you know, pancake and chocolate and cherry as well, which are mm. more stand- yeah. standard notes. Definitely some cherry there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a ton of syrup, a ton of caramel. Weeded, bready. I do like the cherry that you're adding in there. I think that's good. Um, yeah, this is really good. Um, all right, on the taste. Brendan, start us off. Uh, so, first off, it starts a little, I don't want to say flat, but there's not a ton, like, right off the bat. But then, I guess what they would call the mid-palate, right? Like, the first, like, second or so that you're exploring it. Uh, that mouthfeel that they're talking about is like legitimately really there. It coats in a really nice way. Uh, so a ton of flavor. It's very oily and thick, uh, but in a in a really pleasant way. It's not overwhelming. So all that maple syrup that Ben was talking about, the milk chocolate, uh, some of the the orchard fruits like mm-hmm. uh, like red apple and cherry as well uh, with stone fruit. Like a lot of these standard bourbon notes and, and notes that are specifically unique to maker's mark come through uh and just just in a very intense but balanced way and i think you get that toastiness as well from the, the oak stays i think that's where that that toasty uh starts to come through a little bit yeah i think that's really good i think that you definitely get the toast on the back end this is just so i mean i also just drank something really heavy at ben's house but this is really easy drinking but even at 109 proof like it's really right in our sweet spot, right? Where we've all kind of said like, man, this is really where, you know, stuff that's anywhere from right around that hundred to 115 is really, really good. But Ben, what do you think on this taste? It's actually, uh, it's pretty interesting to me. So where I get a lot of like chocolate and pancakes on the nose, on the palate, I'm getting like, uh, I'm getting more fruit, like pears, peaches, uh, um, cherries, like Brendan was saying, I kind of Man- feel like I'm missing a little bit of that that chocolate. Mango? I'm not opposed to the mango. I, I eat a lot of dried mango, so in my head, I'm like trying to compare that to the mango I eat often, and so it's just not it's not connecting those dots. But definitely getting a fruitier profile on on the palate, which is interesting because the FAEO one was supposed to be very fruit forward, and I thought that was more like berry fruit you know like strawberries raspberry um but this is more of like like you were saying stone fruit mangoes pears peaches actually i don't think mango or is it i don't think mango is a stone fruit i could be wrong i don't think no i think i think it is oh hang on we'll look it up if you're listening is mango a stone fruit i don't think so i'm embarrassed by some um no i agree i get some of those fruity but I get the chocolate too. Like I get the syrupy, the chocolate, just the standard kind of makers, the toasted, like the toast comes through obviously on the end. This is, I think it's really good. This is way better than the FAO one. 
It's more complex. It's richer. It's sweeter. It's better. I'll say that too. Just an all around yeah. better. I definitely think it's better than FAO one. I get on the finish though. I get a little kind of like leathery note on the back end, like a little bit of like where the sweetness kind of falls off. I get like a little leather. I like that. And that leather and like tobacco and those darker notes were more to me the FAEO one. Uh, at Elliot, Ooh. friend of the show, Elliot compared it to the Copenhagen uh, Chew uh, with mm. the FAEO one. I I don't know if I would go that far, but definitely had a, a sweet uh, tobacco vibe to it. How do you think it finishes, Sonone? Uh, so first off, breaking news: mango is a stone fruit, so are apricots, raspberries, technically peaches. So suck it. Uh, peaches? Secondly, peaches. So secondly, uh, the the finish is interesting. It's kind of like the opposite of the the taste, the palate, and, and the mouthfeel uh, experience for me. And by that, I mean the the taste started off kind of dull, and then there's this like corticopia flavors. There were just so much different types of fruits, and then the, the I also got the chocolate and the maple syrup as well as standard maker stuff. But all the different fruits, like that Ben mentioned, like that was all pretty evident. On the taste, it just took like a second to kind of ramp up. The finish, I think, as it, it's kind of leaving, there's this explosion at the end, and then it kind of drips away, not slowly. Uh, it just it kind of wilts, and then it's just kind of mild as it finishes. So it's it, it's not anticlimactic. It just it doesn't quite like live up to what I hoped it would be. Like when you're getting that the first idea of like, oh, this finish is really vibrant, and it's just kind of again drifts off uh which some people may enjoy it just it's not as dramatic i think as the, the overall palette is ben what do you think yeah i completely agree here it, i would say lackluster is probably how i would categorize it um yeah it's kind of here and there or here and gone you know really quick so it kind of falls off for me but overall good experience i would say with the faeo2 yeah, not super, super impressed by the finish, but it's not bad. It doesn't like do something weird or funky. It just doesn't hold on as um, it doesn't hold on as long as some things. Pasty Pops commented kind of wild how in-depth y'all are going to the taste. It's crazy. I don't know how, you know, you, you folks listen. I know we don't have a massive crowd tonight, but you guys listening or if you're listening to this back later, um, it's crazy. The more you try and the more you taste in bourbon, the more notes you start to pick up. Like when you first have bourbon, all you taste is fire, right? Like you don't taste any of this stuff. Yeah. Boiling. You could boiling. You know, if somebody like kind of can walk you through it, Ben walked me through it on, you know, the first time I kind of like, you know, sat down and tried to enjoy bourbon, tried to point out some different tasting notes and stuff like that. But, you know, as you have more and more and more, it's crazy that the stuff you can pick up, like we picked up everything from, you know, sweets and chocolate, uh, this tastes bready or this tastes like straight corn or just whatever, you know, like you can get wild, you know, what it, we've said bacon, we've said candied bacon, you know, smoky type stuff, like a brisket or whatever. I mean, it's just, Pork belly. It gets, yeah, it gets wild, like all of the different flavors that you can get out of one bourbon. And it's very, I'll say it's very suggestive. Like if somebody says something, you know, you, you sometimes will think you taste that or that'll be something that like you start to pick up more and it's also very uh it's not only suggestive pulling my uh brendan hat out here where i'm uh you know writing for a living but it's also very subjective uh there's no right uh taste or flavor or smell or 
finish or whatever. Like it's how your palate interprets it. You like that, Brendan? I do. That was very, uh, it was very, um, well crafted the entire sentence and very verbose of your, of your whole uh, wordsmithing. Yeah. I'm impressed. Thank you. Uh, I'm on like six gummies right now. So things are wild over here. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> just new night, really. new, new night, new me. Um, what other, what other things for real quick for new for, for newbies into bourbon too? Is you're trying like absorb notes and stuff. Like allow yourself to be free with it. Like don't feel judged. Like just say it, and you know we'll judge. Like TJ will judge me, or Ben will judge me, or I'll judge them, and we'll have fun that with it. But ultimately, it's like you're you're trying to like pick apart like what your brain is interpreting as certain. These are all chemicals technically. So just what your brain is. Uh, remembering from a certain experience and just kind of say it or let your let yourself think it of, of what you're actually experiencing and that's how you can start kind of creating um i'm trying to think of the right word like like a like a muscle memory almost for your brain to where it's going to be like oh this is this and it'll start picking that out more easily whatever that compound is whatever that chemical is in the whiskey it doesn't sound super uh super delicious but that's technically what this all is it's just different like wood tannins and stuff that you're smelling so yeah allow yourself to just say this is what i think it is and uh, that'll help you a lot in your in your tasting experience. Um, all right, we rate this on the four or five things that we talked about. We only go through the first three when we're kind of breaking it down. But we rate these things. We give one or we give two points to the nose, up to two points. We give up to four points for the taste, up to one point for the finish, up to one point for cohesiveness and complexity, and then two points for value. Let's rapid fire this, and then if anybody has any questions, they can ask us. Um, also, this is starting out weeded month. Happy, uh, happy, happy first of the month. month. Um, weeded month. Want. But uh, weeded month. We're excited for that. And Weed. shout out weeded month. No, don't make it weird. Shout out to Ryan Johnson. Asked us some questions last week. Uh, shout out to, to the repeat space listeners. Much appreciated. Shout out. Um, all right. You get two points for nose. Ben, you're the best part of this show. Start us off. Hmm. I think I'm going one and a 0. 0.25. 1.25, so slightly above average for you. Yes. A little, that's lower than I thought it would be. I, I'm at 1.5, and I feel pretty, I feel like I could have gone up on that one, but I'm at a 1.5 out of 2. I think it's well above average. I'll make it a trifecta there, 1.25. It's not good enough to be like, 1.5 is like great <laughs> to me. <laughs> Take that, Brendan. <laughs> I'm making a trifecta and not do <laughs> But not thing. listen to what you're saying at all. <laughs> oh, what did you say? What did you say? I said, one, one I said 1.5, but that's okay. Well, I was just saying, one, a trifecta of like around the same thing. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> that's yeah. totally how I mean that. Uh, um, he's definitely not on 20 gummies right now. Yeah, 20. I think a trifecta. Yeah. Um, all right. Taste. So, no, go first so I can just copy yours and say something different. And say something different. Um, I think the taste is the best part of this, which is usually what it should be for a bourbon, right? Uh, but this is a nice level of complexity, of sweetness, of uh, but different types of sweetness. You get the bready, you get the fruit, you get the chocolate. Very pleasant. The mouthfeel is uh, is great. So I'm going to go with the three on, on taste for this. I really, really enjoy the taste. Yeah, I think this is really good, too. I'm going to go – I'm going to go 275. But Trifecta. I, Eh, it's not quite. See, you you did three. I don't know if you know that or not. Ben, <laughs> trifecta is three point two five. Whoa, Ben, the biggest homer of all three. Trifecta. Interesting. Um. All right, on finish, I'm gonna go. I'll go first here. Uh, this is a this is a point two five. Whoa. 
Okay. Brutal. 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 Jesus. Brutal. All right. No, I don't even hear his explanation. Ben, what do you got? 0.5. Yeah, 0.5. It's average. Jesus. What did you have? 0.25. TJ, what did you have at Ben's before the sets making this so muted for you? Um, single barrel, barrel strength, Garrison Brothers. Okay. There we go. Good stuff. <laughs> so. It was really good. Yeah, <laughs> but it's all like I'm, tobacco and leather. Yeah, I, I'm glad you guys didn't nuke your palate before this with a barrel strength. Texas I didn't whiskey. nuke it. I did yeah. not nuke it. Well, Ben, I you're was a pro. Just there to smell it. I'm sure. I'm a pro. That's what she said. Um, Agreed. Co- cohesiveness and complexity. I'll give this a 0.75 easily. I think it's very cohesive. Uh, I don't think it's the most complex thing ever. Uh, yeah, 0.75 me. TJ's drinking like. Just Elijah Craig right now, since he's comparing it against that yeah. Garrison Brothers. That's definitely what's happening. <laughs> Good. I can barely taste it. It's like uh, water. I'm going to go 0. 0.5 on this for me. Whoa, I just have a better there. score than you, and you're crapping on me. I'm not. I mean, I guess 0. 0.75, whatever. Make it a difecta. Wait, 0. 0.75? Well, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the one. I don't. I don't. Difecta. No, it's it is cohesive, uh, very much so cohesive, and the way the the flavor, the taste by itself just unfolds. Like I think that in itself is super unique and, and lends itself to being high in complexity. So one out of one for me. I'll I'll be the homer since I pay for this bottle. Homer, homer. Um, all right. What are we up to as we get to value? Uh, do you need me to do this, Brendan? Uh, your little trick that the score just shows up doesn't uh, isn't working for me. So wait, hang on. Math wait, is hard, guys. Uh, it just tells me. Oh wait, I think I got it. Yes, it does. You just drag the thing across all of them. I just don't understand what's supposed to be happening. Brendan's a writer as his main job, not yeah. an Excel operator. When I deal with so, analytics, I'm going off of what other people are telling me. Yeah. So. We go into value. Ben has this at a five seven five. I have it at a five, and Brendan has it as a six. You guys were big homers on this. Uh, again, we said it's about seventy dollars, right? Yeah, Pretty- MSRP. Uh, not super readily available. You got to go looking for it a little bit. You can find it, but it's not not going to be on every shelf, especially as a limited release. Uh, I'll go one here on value. I think it's a, I think it's an average value actually you know what? i'll go one two five i give it an above average score it's wow. slightly above average value one two five i will go with a one out of two i think it's an average value for it's a six which is a really good score but it's an above average price it's not easy to find i think this is exactly what you would want like if you're dropping more than 60 dollars on a bottle of bourbon one that you can't find everywhere i think this is the quality that you would expect for it to be kind of unique uh, and, and be really solid. And so for us, you know, this score is seven out of 10 for me is, is definitely a buy. That's, that's a good value. Not amazing uh, overall, but, but good. Point seven five for me. I Ooh. think you guys are being a little too uh, friendly with this value. It's you paid $80 for this. $80 hairs. That is a lot of friggin' money. Also the, the main question you're asking yourself, is this better than a store pick? No. You know, that's the problem. That's the freaking problem. Definitely the problem. You know, and so I'm saying just support a local guy that does store picks in your area and buy that. It'll be probably better. Like they literally didn't mix and match anything. They're just like, oh, we're just going to do 10 of 
one stave. <laughs> I feel like this worked. Like I feel this was good. All right, whatever. <laughs> Guys are good to me. Oh, we gave yeah. it an okay score. Six point five eight three repeating. I mean, that's a that's a six point six basically. Yeah, on the six point five eight three repeating. I mean, come on. What more could you ask? What more could you ask? So, um, you could not T- ask. T- for- T- TJ gave FAEO one a higher score than this. Oh, like, so you're an idiot. <laughs> this basically <laughs> taken away from this. I just don't know how else to comprehend what, what's happening right now. All I know Barely. is my palate 6.5. is so on. My palate is close. so on. It was close. I'm, I am going to have uh, a revolt. I'm going to start, you know, after Brennan Month was treated so poorly, I'm going to uh, have my revenge. And that's that's not a threat. It's a promise. <laughs> Thanks, Brennan. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're shaking in our boots. Um, all right. So 6.5-ish on our value score. Uh, that is Brendan's, you know, undeniable, you know, wildly accurate, you know, That's metric science. slash scale. You know, I don't know how to how to give you any more credit, but it's a great rating scale that we have. They can kind of knock down your crappy picks from time to time. Um, That's our review. That's what we think of FAEO2. Go check it out. If you can get a bottle of it, I definitely think it's worth trying. Um, if you can find a pour of it, even better, because then you don't have to spend your money on it. Um, all right. We've got a little bit more time before we wrap this up. Like That was the review. We're done with that. Thank you guys for hanging out. We would love to answer any questions, any thoughts. Come on here. Tell us what you're drinking. Tell us what you want to try. Like, Let's get some interaction. If you don't, we're going to be forced to listen to Brendan for like 10 more minutes. Nobody wants Bourbon that. questions. So uh, I'll start us off before until anybody requests or since it's a DM or anything. Brendan, what are you drinking after this? Like you're done with the Ooh. FAE. What's next up tonight? Same thing for you, Ben, once Brendan's done. I was thinking of starting to kind of just move through the FAE 2 because I don't want to have this forever as much as I like it. Um, but Ben recently turned me on. Yes. To... Wait, no, no, wait, just stop the <laughs> sentence right there. That's all you need to say. Ben to, turn me on, yes. Uh, an amazing value, one that I, I think is worth us exploring. Now, this is a store pick, technically, but you know, most of these are going to be store picks. This is Blue Note, which is a sourced bourbon that is finished in a Memphis distillery. Yes. I got mine from Sealbacks. It is a whopping 120 proof, but only yes. $40. Uh, this right, is baby. minimum of what? It's a straight, so it's at least two years old, but I think it's closer to four or five years old. Um, really smooth. Uh, ben, uh, I'll share some of this specific Blue Note with you, but what? how did you even like fall into the Blue Note? Like, How did you discover it? Uh, it was I was at Gasper's, and I was talking to Jimmy. I'm like, hey, let me just try a couple of these, uh, these store picks you got. And he poured me uh, this Blue Note, and I was attracted to it because I was like, hmm, price. $40. Actually, uh, the regular price is $40 for most of your uh, Blue Notes, kind of like uncut juke joint, right? Mm-hmm. But Jimmy only charges $35.99 for his. And wow. so I was like, let me try a taste of this. Anytime you're offering me $36, 120 proof, it's either going to be terrible <laughs> Swill. Or, really, or really good. Amazing. And yes. uh, I tasted it and I was like, dang, this is freaking great. And every person I've given it to since then has been like, man, this is really good. And I said, that's $36. And they'll say, no, it's not. And I said, it's 120 proof. And they say, no, it's not. 
and it's incredible. Man, bring the freaking heat with Blue Note. That's it's, it's the best. Oh my god, it's impressive. I'd call it impressive. It, it would impress most guests. It, okay, well let's let's not go crazy there. It depends on the guest. I uh, was not a guest when I tried it though. So the cool thing about so, it too, uh, if, let me know if you agree with this, Ben. Like it, it's got depth and heft and richness because of the proof. But and we're more like experienced, I think, than your average bourbon drinker, right? In terms of like being able to adjust to proof and deal with it. That one twenty doesn't slap like overly hard though. Like it, it doesn't. No, it's not hot in that sense. It's all it, like. To me, it's all like uh, creme brulee, buttery, like yeah, custard. It's so so vanilla, so warm, um, but not a whole lot of like spice and like a lot of barrel. I think it's missing a lot of that because I think it's just a little bit younger. But it's so sweet and easy to drink. Man, it's so good, so good. Uh, and if you are in the Tampa area, if you go to gas bars, you can ask or you ask you mentioned us you mentioned bourbon on a budget and that 35 dollar blue note becomes a 30 dollar blue note uh you get five dollars off pretty much with anything if you ask uh for the bourbon on a budget discount and they will drop our name drop our name and drop five dollars Ooh, i like it all right before brendan goes i'm sorry before ben goes um ryan requested to speak ryan how are you doing tonight bud hey doing good how about you guys Pretty good. We're all hey, looking up. up. So no complaints. <laughs> Ryan. So I was going to ask Brendan's all gummied up. What oh. would be your favorite around $100 bottle of bourbon? Not that, that mm. Brendan's got the pappies and stuff that no one can even <laughs> get. I get that. But like like in the 90 to 110 range, like what's, what's your go-to? What's your preferred? I know this is bourbon on a budget, so let's keep it kind of budgeted, but... Yeah, yeah so, we broke the budget tonight, so it's all it's all a fair game, Ryan. It's all a fair game right now. That's We're excluding saying. allocations, right? Excluding allocated. Yeah, yes. he said no pappy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I don't. I know where I'm going. I don't typically. I mean, I'll just be very real. I don't typically buy that high. Like I think this stuff at that. I think that you know when you look at your law of diminishing returns, I don't think the stuff at 100 typically tastes. Any, if not that much better than the stuff that's like 65 to 85, like your local store picks or stuff in that range, like 1920, 1910, things like that. So I don't buy in that range a lot. And so like, maybe I'm just kind of like killing time while I'm trying to think. And maybe Ben and Brendan have a really (laughs) good one. I truly stick around like that $70 range. For mm-hmm. a really good like maker store pick, or um, something like that, like so I no yeah, special I a... small batch select, no. Yeah, Ben Taylor. So Ben's gonna have something better than what TJ was just yammering on. So let Ben. Yeah, <laughs> but in EH Taylor, but yeah, like TJ Taylor. No, let Ben go. It's like fifty five dollars retail. You know, it's like you're asking go. like secondary. 45. Sure, buy it at a hundred. Yeah, we're 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 skipping. To me, we're skipping E.H. Taylor. That's not going to happen just because we're talking about that's allocated. Um, I'm going to – I think there's a couple things that TJ says that are correct. That 90 to $110 price range is pretty tough. I'm going to shoot on both sides of those goalposts a little bit. Um, I would say for $85, I'm buying a barrel seagrass mm, all day. Get 100, 115 proof. Uh, it's triple triple barrel finished rye, 
what an incre- what an incredible bottle. If you have to stay in that 90 to 110, there are plenty of barrel products that are in that 100 or that 90 to 110 dollar range you can go and try. I'm really uh, a fan of the seagrass. I think it's an incredible bottle for for $85. I appreciate that's MSRP. Um, you know, in that range though, you're also going to be comparing that to a Joseph Magnus and I would probably still lean in the, in the barrel selection. If you want to step up a little bit and go to like the 120 to $140 range, then I'd be looking at, um, any of the Bardstown discovery, uh, releases. Uh, I've heard series four and six are great. Series five wasn't as on par with that. Those are a little harder to find, not allocated. Um, I, at least in my opinion, that's not one of those allocated bottles. It's just a little bit more difficult to find. Um, but yeah, most of the bottles that I own are probably in this 55 to $80 range as opposed to the 90 to 100 It's just really difficult for me to, to drop three figures. On, there is, uh, there is an, interesting on, on bottles. Venn, an interesting Venn diagram there, right? Is that, no, it's not a, it's, sorry, a bell curve. Sorry, I'm trying to be smart. It's a bell curve there. It, once you, <laughs> it's a Venn diagram. It's a Venn diagram. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, once you get past the $60 range, Ryan, like it does change. Like, yeah, the point of diminishing returns does exist there. Um, I love the seagrass that Ben mentioned. Are you into rye, though, or are you strictly bourbon guy? I'm strictly bourbon. I'm okay. not a big rye guy. So this is like if you are trying to transition into it, it would be kind of like an okay one because it's finished in three types of different other casts. It kind of mutes the spicy rye. But um, the the bourbon, if I'm not mistaken, right, are you the you were the one who liked Four Roses? Are you the guy who liked uh, Four Roses? No, I'm the one that loved Four Roses. Loved Four Roses. I got you. Yeah. Okay. And so, I mean, even you... the small barrel or even the small batch select, that's 69, you know, so you're not even yeah. approaching that. I, yeah. I mean, I love the small batch select. Don't get me wrong. If you can find any of the single barrel barrel strength picks, again, that's allocated. That'd be, that'd be an easy go-to for me, sure. but mm-hmm. allocated. If you can, if you can yeah, find those... it. Those single barrel barrel strengths, I, even then, they they kind of retail at around eighty ish, eighty five with tax. So I mean, you're still not up there. Um, yeah, that hundred dollar range is no, really and, tough. And I was more so just trying to throw the range up there, like if getting away from our, our the whole, our which is the whole premise of the show, bourbon on a budget, but going a little out, a little bit out of the range without going to the stratosphere. Crazy. How about this? Yeah. Here's yeah. what you should do. They're not paying us, but ABC has a deal right now that if you buy two old Forrester products, you get eight dollars off. So buy that. a nineteen, buy a nineteen twenty, and a nineteen ten. Well, what a go. genius idea as a daily drinker this would be. And I said mix genius and mix, mix them. them. Yep. And that nineteen fifteen is the best thing you can buy. Like it almost it's allocated basically. Like it doesn't even exist. It's not and then you have you spent you spent one hundred and five or one hundred and fifty. Unreleased. Eight. You spent one hundred seven dollars. <laughs> got a bunch of points at ABC. Yep. That's and a, move. at a good that, at a good price. What about? And you like that move? Uh, I like it because I thought about that as my daily drinker, but everyone said it was a stupid idea. But it's a genius idea, a idea because it came from me. So was your blue note. What are your guys' thoughts? So in Tallahassee, within the last couple of days, there is a Booker's Bourbon. I really like Booker's. I just the issue has become harder to find, and the price has gone up. So there's one at the ABC off Appalachia. It was at $109, which to me seems about $20 too high. But if you really want to try a Booker's and you want to get your ABC points up, would that be something you would recommend to Ryan potentially? I would hmm. do it. 
if it's an ABC, that's MSRP, so I don't feel bad about anything they sell there. Like they're not jacking prices. Yeah. Too. So I yeah. don't feel bad. Like it could have just raised up a little bit, like in cost. So yeah, I do that. Elliot well, just like tagged us in the picture. Brittle. Yeah. So those that you know know Elliot, he's been on the show, works over at FSU. He just tagged us in a picture of the new Dickold, uh, the new Dickel Leopold Bros. Yeah, that's at ABC right now. I yeah. saw those. Yeah. It's 120 yeah. bucks or 110. 110, yeah. 115, somewhere around there. So that might not yeah. be a bad one. I've never tried that, though. So I'm not recommending you go buy that because if it sucks, I don't want you to have to go beat Brendan up for my bad stuff. I know. <laughs> Dickel product really scares me. <laughs> yeah, Dickel can be hit or miss. Even though Juke jo- or Blue Note 17 is, is Dickel. But older Dickel is just not my it's not my, not my favorite. Very true. And then uh, follow-up question to that, and I know, Ben, this will hit close to your heart. Where – that's right. Where are y'all uh, gonna Where are y'all gonna go on your bourbon trail for the Louisville game? Oh, we were just talking about it today. Oh man, we're so I'm so excited. Um, what are our big ones we want to hit? Ben and I drove up to ABC together today. For those that don't know, we're not weird. Like he lives five doors down from me. Um, a little we bit are weird though, yeah. But Ben, where do you? We what are the places we talked about going? Like the the must Wait, is Ben going to the game. Ben Ooh. might not go we'll to the game. We don't even know. <laughs> he went to the Notre Dame game. Wasn't such good look. Uh, so no, we'll no, see no. if we let him in the Louisville. Hold game. on. What happened was, was TJ was like, hey, do you want to go to a game with me? And I was like, dude, that sounds amazing. And then we get to the game, and he's like, oh, I'm in the press box. And I was like, not a problem. I can sit up there. Not a big deal. You only have one ticket for me. And I was like, oh. So I'll just sit <laughs> TJ's down. an awful friend. You sat with awesome. buddy Johnny. You sat with Johnny. You didn't sit by yourself. Who was also in in town to go to the game with you? <laughs> is Johnny the one who gives us all the bourbon? No, 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 oh, no. no. That's Jake. No, Jake, Jake, Johnny. Jake, Joe, Johnny, everybody. You know, Jellyit, John, Jellyit, Giant. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I don't know if I'm going to go to the game yet. We'll see. But but he's definitely going anyway, to Louisville. Yeah, definitely going to the game or the uh, the weekend. So the the four that I have on on my like I really want to do. Would be Buffalo, Four Roses, uh, Michter's, and Old Forester. Those are like the four that I'd be really interested in. Um, as a fifth, I also would like to see uh, Bardstown. I've heard their, uh, I've just heard their facility is incredible. I don't have much experience. Like, it was my first time going up to the trail, so um, I'm more looking for like suggestions. If we have anyone that's like, hey, I've done this like five or six times, and we know all the hot spots to go and when to hit them. Let me know. I'd be really interested in kind of getting your perspective on it. But those are the four that I'm like, I really would like to see these uh, these we distilleries. We should kind of message about Lux Row as well. Not Would not be a bad one um, for sure. So Take all the yeah. blood orphan or whatever it is. and Or blood, blood orphan. Of, throw it in the river. <laughs> blood orphan. Awesome. Throw, throw those in the river. <laughs> Ryan, you going up to the game? Uh, no, sir. No, sir. Not, don't travel for the games. I I really usually don't either, but it being in those games, that's like, kind of them. That's kind of the uh, the one I've got to do. No, but um, it, it would right. be it would be cool to get up there to do the bourbon trail. That would be that that would make it worth the while, even if I'm going more for that than the game, just for what it's worth. Um, all right, Charles Glenn asked in our DMs. Thanks, Ryan. Um, appreciate Thanks, you for appreciate it last week, this week. Um. Weird question, but I'm a person with medical stomach issues, but a huge whiskey lover. Is there anything y'all can recommend that is easier on the stomach? Thanks. Cheers, guys. Uh, uh, that's a toughie. That's a, that's a tough one. 
Ryan's a full-time pharmacist. Ryan, do you have any thoughts on that? Like, since you're a medical professional, can you come back in here and answer that? Like, what does he drink if he's got? I don't know what stomach issues he has. What, what was the question again? Uh, I forgot to. Oh, uh, weird question. I'm, but I'm a person with medical stomach issues, but a huge whiskey lover. Is there anything you can recommend that is easier on the stomach? I would just guess lower proof stuff. Like that's, but that's I'm, I'm not a medical professional, so don't take my advice here. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Yeah, you'd really have to provide more information on what stomach issues meant because that could be a whole handful of things. So, yeah, you're going to have to pass on giving a recommendation there. Uh, ben, in your, in your advice, yeah. what would you say? Since you're in not my advice, it. I would try um, maybe nosing only. Don't drink it. <laughs> you could try. Spit uh, it out like, like you're doing yeah, wine just, tasting. Just smelling it. Yeah, you can just smell it and do wine tasting. There you go. The movie. Uh, it does help me. So when we do these shit, no, I mean, I think still it's something's 40% alcohol or 50% alcohol. I don't know if it's going to make a huge difference if you're having stomach yeah. issues. Huge Try not difference. to have it later, later at night. When we have it later at night, it just sits in your stomach and just makes me feel worse in the morning. Like if I suppose if I had like a poor, like at, at dinner time or something like that. So maybe consult a drink, doctor. Just drink, around, doctor. just drink at around noon, I think is maybe day the, drink. The play. That's your yeah. Oh yeah. Day drink, is, a day drink is the play. Day <laughs> drink is the way to fix everything. <laughs> I have severe issues with my stomach. Right, day I think, drinking. I think Ryan agreed with us too, too medically. Just kidding. Yeah. I didn't say that. Yeah. He's a doctor. Drink all the time. Just never stop. And then you'll not, you won't feel it. Um, what is everyone's, uh, Ben, Brendan, myself. Um, it's IBS. If that, uh, if that helps your, um, judgment, Ryan. Um, oh, Guys, on the toilet letting all of this <laughs> info out there huh i mean i'm not gonna say who asked it oh my god you uh, did at the beginning of the question i didn't say who the name was <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> no i just said we got a quiet did i yeah, did sure. i say it oh, whatever no one knows i don't think so yeah, I can't um, you ratted out nick saban jeez <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry about that coach Marvell. um <laughs> What's your somebody asked? What's your favorite bourbon? Like, do you have just a favorite accessible bourbon that people can go pick up right now? Right. Like, don't now. do your favorite ever because like nobody's gonna be able to find that. But like, what's your favorite? Like, one thing that's at ABC right now that you would recommend people to go get? Uh, ben, you go first. Jeez. Um. Yeah. Nineteen. Nineteen twenty. Such ben, a solid. Stop stealing my stuff. <laughs> isn't that like the? That's just the quintessential. Go grab this bottle. Um. Most of my other stuff are just store picks, but I was at ABC today and ABC has two high West store picks right now. Um, that I was like, this is great. That's just available on the shelf. That's what I had WB Saffle on the shelf. And I thought that was pretty cool. So I got you, anyway. sent you guys down a sample of the WB Saffle for you to try and see if you like I it. I drove it while Kara drove home the other day, or I drank it while Kara drove home the other day. How was um, that? It was what an expensive yeah. bottle. She's a lucky woman, but it's a cool little a bottle. 375. Oh. $375, I'm going with a 1910. <laughs> I'll answer with a 1910. If you're newer into bourbon and you're asking that question, you probably can't go for the 115 proof that Ben just mentioned. So go with a slightly easier drinker, 1910. Brendan, what you got? 1920 was going to be mine. I do call shenanigans on Ben. He picked Wild Turkey Rare Breed over 1920 and our King of the Hill. Uh, so Rare Breed, also amazing. Shenanigans. Mm, and cheaper, yeah. Rare Breed, yeah. Rare Breed Bourbon by Wild Turkey would be a good one. 1920 um, is so good because it's like it it's 115 proof, but it's a great like uh, gateway into full proof, higher proof bourbon because it's got this nice yes. rich mouth feel and just super sweet and smoky and delicious. It's awesome. 
All right. Do you guys have anything else? You guys good for today? Yeah, this was fun. All right. Any other questions? Going once, going twice. Soul. Soul. Um, this will come out on Thursday, wherever you get your pod- podcast, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, whatever. Um, so check us out. Subscribe to us on YouTube. If you're not already, shoot us a follow here on Bourbon on a Budget. We're going to continue to do these whiskey spaces, bourbon spaces. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, shoot. oh, we got Logan in here. Logan, you almost cut me off with my uh, plugs. But shoot us a follow if you're not already. We're going to continue to do these. We'd love to chat bourbon with you, chat whiskey with you, and answer any questions you guys have. We are not experts by any means, but Brendan is. So we just lean on him. Mm-hmm. Logan, how's it going? <clears throat> it's going pretty well. How are you guys doing? Good. Logan's Good. in there. Did you know Logan's in Kentucky? Logan's going to be there. Logan, you're coming to the, the tailgate, all the stuff we do there in Kentucky, correct? Yes, absolutely. We will uh, – I will, ben needs, I will do my – Ben needs somebody to sit with for the game, so I'll just need to try to pistol yeah, you Yeah, I'm going to be alone. <clears throat> oh, yeah, we – Sitting um, outside the stadium. We've got friends and family in Bowling Green and Louisville, so I will do my best to play host and do the Southern hospitality thing. The worst part of – Just let us know where the potluck is. That's all I care about. Oh, yeah. Let me know where the potluck is. Oh, yeah. Uh, the worst thing about going to a game at Louisville is how nice the fans are. They are so overly nice. Uh, and it's exhausting. It's that like ultimate kill you with kindness. So uh, I was at that Florida State debacle, sixty-three to twenty game, back when uh, Lamar Jackson was there. And uh, you know, through the whole game, maybe they can come back. You know, blah blah blah. So uh, if we can get through that, if we can get through a win this year, it'd be great. But anyway, onto the bourbon. Um, where would you guys recommend? Which state would you say outside of Kentucky has the best bourbon? Because I've always been a Kentucky loyalist, but I've been considering lately trying an out-of-state bourbon. Oh, Tennessee. So, That's so a like great who question. Make, who make, So, like, what state makes the best juice, basically, right? We're talking about, like, purchasing or where to find it. We're talking about who, who makes the best stuff, right? Yeah, like, ingredients, um, you know, this overall composition – uh, I've seen some stuff out of Texas and Indiana here lately, but I just can't pull the trigger. You know, I just don't – I just default to a Kentucky bourbon every time, so. I mean, Indiana's going to be your MGP, right? So that's going to be yeah, a lot of sources. one of the larger producers – or larger producers mm-hmm. um, that puts out pretty good product. And Star, um, Starlight's from Indiana, Ben. I don't know if you have any Starlight stuff, but uh, they're a craft distillery, and they're doing really, really cool stuff. Yeah. So there's a couple of good ones. If I – to me, you know, the, the easier answer would be like going to Tennessee, right? But if I'm looking to depart a little bit from Kentucky and go uh, go somewhere else, I feel like I'd be going to Texas. Like Texas has a lot of like bigger producers. Um, they're going to be pretty distinctly Texas, though. You know, there's, uh, you know, Garrison Brothers. Uh, we just did a whole entire show on... Balconis, and there's also like this other distillery guy. It's like TX. I've seen a couple of their products. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the uh, the whiskey tribe guys are out there as well. So, if I'm gonna go and travel and be like, hey, I want to go grab some whiskey from another state, you might as well go to Texas. I'm going Utah. I'm going Park City, Utah. I'm going High West over anything else that like their one distillery. That's the does. only thing out there. It doesn't <laughs> matter. At all. It's better. It's better than any other one distillery in another state, unless you're going uh, Jack Daniels. 
So one other that's sneaky, and it's not going to be bourbon, quote-unquote, but it is American whiskey that does a really good job. Stranahan in Colorado does an amazing job, but they also have Spirit Hound in Colorado. Um, Laws. You have Breckenridge. Yeah, so there's like four or five. It's like 17 or like 1962 or something. There's four letters out there. Four uh, numbers. The tall bottle. Tin cup, technically, which I don't love tin cup, but – but you know, it's solid uh, for the price point. But if you added all of those together, would it be as good as High West? I'm going to Texas. I'm going High West. I mean, you just picked a distillery that sources stuff, basically, and they do a great job sourcing it. But but, but it's better whiskey than any of those other ones. Mm, I don't know, Garrison, Buckhunas. Where's Horse Soldier? Where's Horse Soldier out of? Flor- Florida, St. Pete area. I think. Hold horse, on, I think Horse Soldiers out of Ohio. Yeah, oh, they just isn't, they just isn't, like bottle in Florida. I think. Oh, like, they they have the restaurant in St. Pete. Yeah, I, I don't think most of their distillation is here. Uh, that makes sense. I could be wrong. No, you're probably right. Actually, I know you're right. Now that I remember their story, you're for sure correct. I'm a genius. Mm, Do you know what we cool. say about Ohio and Kentucky? They wish it was Kentucky. We say the best thing to come out of Ohio is 75 South. Ooh, take that, you Ohio. Get it, uh, That's the interstate, Brendan. Going, yeah, to Kentucky, right? To Florida. Down to Florida. Oh, like by where you guys live. Oh, my yes, gosh. The worst of this. All right. Logan. Nuts. Thank, thank you for Thank you for putting up with us, Logan. Um, oh, yeah. Thank you all for the, the different opinions. That just means I have more bourbons to try, so I appreciate it. For Absolutely. sure. Thanks for coming happy, on hanging out. Can't wait to, to help you out. spend more on whiskey. That's what we do. Yeah, can't wait to hang out in September. You coming down for the? Do you come down at all? Will you come down for the spring game? We'll do some bourbon shots. So, uh, so my fiance and I, we're gonna be down for most likely as long as we don't have too many vacations this year. LSU game in New Orleans. Oh. We do Florida, Florida State every year because I'm attached to a Gator fan, sadly. But um, and then I'll we'll probably make the Louisville game this year if I can swing it. So if any, but if I can't do that, I will certainly bourbon trail or dinner somewhere in Kentucky. Meet up with you guys if Absolutely. y'all are open to that. Love it. Yeah, no, we're definitely down. Definitely be a good time. And if you make those three games, that sounds like three and zero for FSU for me. So I like that too. LSU, Florida, Louisville. Those are three easy wins, uh, in my opinion. So, all right, Ben, do you have any shout outs before we get out of here, Brendan? You got anything, or you guys just want to wrap it up and? Call it a night. Hmm. I don't really know. I, I, I want to give a shout out. I got a shout out real quick. Um, shout out to TJ for not recording the video of this and basically ruining the entire evening. Shout out. You're dead to me. Shout out to Taconic that I still have some of because I drank a bunch of Brendan's and mine's not out yet. I'm enjoying that tonight. So, Brendan, suck it. <laughs> All right. We'll be back. We'll do another one of these spaces. This, again, will come out in audio format. Look us up on social media, anywhere that's not Twitter, and all of your favorite podcast providers. It's Bourbon on a Budget. We appreciate you for hanging out. Until next time, cheers. Good job, TJ. Appreciate that. That was awesome.